This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who also is exploding in Alaska, Ryan Nelson. Funny you mentioned that, Justin. <laughs> I did not have Connor Roy actually affecting the presidential <laughs> election on the succession bingo card. True, true. I did not either. They'll and laugh. we all laughed at him when he was at 1%. <laughs> That's right. We all laughed at him when the he was at 1%. The con heads have expanded. The con heads have expanded. They have they have made their voice heard and they are they are they are living the high life right now. So, uh, if you've been living if you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the 7th episode of the final season of Succession titled Tailgate Party on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, you can visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a 3 5 10 or $20 level and when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. Uh, so it doesn't matter if you're going in as low as a 3 or as high as a 20 or any level in between, you will get the show ad-free on the Patreon app. You also get some other benefits on there as well. Uh, just go to patreon.com and you can look at some of the benefits that you get for each different tier of being a Patreon supporter, but those are uh, those are out there for you. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, you can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would really like to get to 200 uh, reviews or ratings, excuse me, on Apple. We'd love to get there on Spotify as well, but we'd really like to get there on Apple within the next year just so that we can possibly get... Uh, certified on Rotten Tomatoes. That was something that we would like to have happen. So if you would like to help us out, just go down on your player and click the little five stars. That would help us out a whole bunch if you did so. Also, though, if you'd like to interact with the show, you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear any thoughts or questions or any comments you might have. Anything that you would like to just send us, we would love to hear those. Uh, if you have any uh, suggestions for things we should cover, we'd love to hear all those over at our email, mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so this is the seventh episode. We are getting very, very close to the season finale. As we march towards that season finale, uh, what was your general thoughts on this seventh episode of the final season of Succession? I was about to say, not just the season finale, the series finale. Yeah, series finale. When you mentioned the seventh, it really hit me how close you are to being done with this show. Yeah. And I'm sad. Yeah, I know. I want, I'm, I'm emotional. I saw Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> that ended that series. We're in in succession. Why are you taking everything All away the good from things me? are coming to an end. Yeah. But, um, man, this was enough. One, I've been to a lot of tailgates in my time. This is the worst one I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I would have turned away. Food looked good, though. Food did look good. Food did look absolutely fantastic. Here's the wine was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like it was uh, a real winner. But, man, what a roller coaster again of this show. 
Because first, the first, like, three-fourths of it was about Madsen just wreaking havoc wherever he was. Good and bad. Good and bad. Then we find out the news about India. I'm just shocked to hear a streamer <laughs> is faking their numbers. Yeah, they're, I'm they're, they're cooking the numbers. This. Yeah, no. And look, when you talk about India, the one thing I think that a lot of people forget because we all know that China is the most populous country in in the world. India is right on their tail. So if you're I was cooking, about to say, yeah. if you're cooking your numbers in India, you're cooking a whole bunch of numbers. Right. Yeah. Like I know uh, WWE is like. They have always wanted to figure out a way to get to India because they're like, if we could get that, right. we're you know we've got global domination, yes. which mm-hmm. like you know here, but yeah, so that was interesting. And then man, the couple started fighting mm-hmm. Jerry and Roman, right? Uh, you know, Shiv and Tom just had it, just a and all yeah. And, and then and don't forget, Kendall. At, uh, yeah, but say Kendall at the beginning with his ex-wife. I mean, that was another one too. Uh, Kendall and his ex-wife. Yeah, that was a terrible one. It was interesting. That scene alone was interesting because Kendall had never really understood the consequences of the ATN would have right. on his own children. No, like he yeah. he almost looked shocked by that. And then, like, this was another episode, and we've seen a couple of these of late, and I have a feeling we're going to see more. Of this. Roman is falling apart yes, and yes. making one bad decision. I actually thought Connor was going to punch him in the face, and he should have, yes, the way have. he was mm-hmm. talking to his wife. Yes, he absolutely should have. I mean, let's. I guess let's go ahead and kind of start with Connor real quick. Uh, Connor and Kendall. Welcome back, Connor. Yes. We have missed you. Yeah, the fifth episode, I guess it was the fifth episode, we didn't get much of Connor. He was, he was taking care he of was funeral, at the funeral stuff. Home. Yeah, he was at the funeral home taking care of funeral stuff. So we get just a very, very brief scene of him. So we don't get much of him there. We don't get any of him at all in the sixth episode he's not even anywhere to be found so for him to come back and have a really good episode i just love connor we we have talked on here how much we love him and just everything that they have done with uh with that character and he is basically been put in a position that he wasn't really expecting or that a lot of us weren't expecting in which that he could actually have a impact on the election. Look, he's not going to win it. There is no question about that, yeah. according to all the polls and all the numbers. He's not going to win, but it is close enough in certain states. I don't remember what states they said, but it's close. Alaska en- was one. Was it Alaska? Okay. So and there's some other ones as well. I think they said maybe was North it? Carolina was one. Maybe Arizona? Possibly, maybe. maybe Arizona. Maybe. I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, it, none of that's really all that important. But basically... If he were to, he can't uh, like officially drop out because there's no way that the ballots are going to be able to take his name off and all this right, type of right. stuff at, at, at this late game because he says it's basically 10 hours away from when the polls open. But yeah. if he were to come out and say, I'm officially dropping out of the race, I want to uh, wish all my supporters would go and vote for uh, Jared Minkin, then it would have an impact on some of these swing states and some of these states that aren't, uh, the, that they aren't necessarily polling as well. And what they're doing is they're negotiating all this through uh, through Roman, and Roman is looking for a win. Let, uh, let's just be real yeah. honest, because the previous episode, he he has not really done well. This look, yeah. Let me let me rephrase this. He, he, the character has not done well. Kieran Culkin has been amazing. Yes, he has. He's been really amazing. <laughs> He's been fantastic. He's just been absolutely amazing throughout the course of this entire season. But the character of Roman has experienced. Loss after loss after loss. I mean, because we talked about this at the... We weren't really sure exactly what he was doing by having listened to that recording of his father just like 
slam him. This was basically him like saying, "This is just." Well, after looking about it and thinking about it, because one of the things is uh, I love being able to do these is immediately after the show airs, but we don't always get a chance to initially put as much thought into it as we might like. But what was happening there was Roman was saying, basically this was Roman's, you know, this is what my dad always thought of me, and I'm just going to torture myself with his unapproving thoughts of myself, and he's just going to sit there and listen to that because he thinks that's all he deserves in that moment at the well, end of episode six. And also, let's not forget... Remember, he would call Jerry, and she would t- like berate him, right? And he doesn't have that anymore. And that's another thing that they're kind of getting that they're going to here because Roman, he has this, another series of losses in this. He's trying to negotiate with with his brother, and his brother is basically making it really difficult because he's yeah. not giving him what he wants. He is well, not in his brother's defense. They were sending him to the worst place. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, like I said, no. Give him the Balkans. Come yeah, on, Connor is a hundred. Look, I, I'm a hundred percent with Connor, but oh, you know, I'm a con head. 100%. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent with him. But like I said, this just continues to show that Roman oh, yeah. just can't get a win. Uh, so he can't even get his brother to help him out with the Nazis as he as he refers right. to them, uh, which we'll talk about just ATN here in a little bit. But Roman can't get his brother on board. He's trying to go back to the one ally that he had throughout the first three seasons. And Jerry basically like, you know what? I was mad. I was just kind of uh, shooting at the hip. You're not really fired. And Jerry is basically saying, you know what? No, it doesn't work that way. You can't. Yeah, you're done. And you know, and it just goes to show that he continues to know that that was a mistake because when she mentions the pictures of the genitalia and that she will send those out, he knows he screwed himself up in so yeah. many ways. And then he just absolutely loses it when he goes back to Connor and is like, you're done. You're going to take this. You just go ahead and start packing your bags. And Connor's like, no, I, I, I insults poor Connor's wife. Yeah. He insults Willa. Just a horrible, horrible episode for him. He's just getting screwed over and he doesn't even realize that Kendall's basically about to do his best to push him out on the side. Yeah. Yeah, Kendall, when he didn't stand with Kendall last week, Kendall was like, I'm done with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He and, doesn't, we, we don't trust each other. And that I, was got, and that was another loss for him because he, he got away from Kendall because he assumed that Kendall was going to screw up and blow that entire presentation up. Yeah. And when he doesn't, he had that opportunity to shine right along with him. And that's another loss. Like I said, just so many ways in which he just mm-hmm. keeps screwing up and he keeps missing opportunities. Yeah, he's... He's digging himself quite a hole. Yeah, he's completely digging himself a hole. So, uh, and one of the things that I thought that was, uh, let's go ahead and let's go to uh, the, let's go to Shiv and Tom because let's talk mm-hmm. quite a bit about them. Because Shiv has basically, ever since the episode, well, I guess it was episode four, when she's basically kind of pushed out of the the, the triumvirate that they had they had established, yeah. where they're basically saying, look, we, the two of us are Roy and not Roy, Logan and Kendall are uh not no, roman and kendall are going to say you know it's going to be the two of us we'll keep you in the loop we're going to keep you kind of informed yeah. on this type of stuff but she realizes they're basically pushing her out she's the, wasn't it actually the quad yeah i guess it kind of was a quad but i'm oh, kidding remember that was what greg was saying. oh okay yeah, yeah, you're right you're right you're right i was thinking of the the four older people is what i was thinking uh, when you said that yeah. but yeah the quad squad <laughs> i forgot yeah uh but when she's basically basically being pushed out by her brother's She's at a low, but ever since then, she's been on a, she's kind of been rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding. And all of a sudden, 
that kind of comes to a halt here because once they find out from Eva that once the once her brothers find out from Eva that he's cooking his numbers in India and that they aren't legit and that he doesn't have the funds like he says, she has tied herself completely to Batson and she's doing everything she can to get him to get this deal through, even though her brothers don't realize it. This is going to come back to bite her hard, and oh, yeah. she's struggling with it. Well, also interesting, when she's been rebuilding this, you know, professional thing, she actually kind of rebuilded her relationship with Tom. Right. They've mm-hmm. been doing better. They have been. They, they're yeah. doing great in a lot of this episode. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the Scorpion gift did not go over well, well when kinda, she said, "Yeah, I like this." I was like, "No, she doesn't." Yeah, and that's it's obvious. And that's a, that was a huge foreshadowing thing that something bad was about to happen. I mean, yeah. when when he shows up at the beginning of this thing, gives her that Scorpion at the beginning of the episode, and you can tell that she obviously doesn't get it. She doesn't understand exactly what he's trying to say. Because let's be honest with you, I didn't understand it either until he, yeah. I, I, even after he explains them, like, uh, did you, well, I don't really know what he was trying to say. Uh, other than the fact that um, she's a killer. I, I really don't know. exactly. Yeah, think, yeah. He explained it. Okay. I think it was because they're kind of like attacking each other back and forth. Right. But he he did not do a good job. I think he was trying to be funny. Tom's not funny. No, he's not. I mean, well, sometimes he is. He's he's funny on the show, just but he's not actually trying to be a funny person on the show. No, I mean, no, that's not no. what he's trying to do. But yes, uh, yeah. So, like I said, it's like you're you're correct. They are they're they're doing pretty well, and then like they're like sending these little racy texts to each other at one point in yeah. at, at the beginning of this. And Poor Tom he, has been missing his sleep. Yes, he has. He's been missing his sleep because she's keeping him up, and you know things. So, so things are going well for them, uh, and he's actually feeling pretty good. Like when he's when he goes in, and he and Greg are there to fire all of these people for oh AT and I mean, he's like he he's really full of himself. Like he's yeah. off to the side, like doing the little crying hands thing, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Greg is just sitting there firing all these people, and they're all mute and they can't say anything. So, uh, like I said, he's feeling pretty good. But then when the party gets there, he starts hearing all these rumors about, in his, as he says at one point in their big, huge argument, you know, people in my own house are coming up to me and saying, you're about oh. to get, you're about to get fired. And that's got to be a horrible thing because you think that you're okay because his name wasn't on the kill list when Madsen sent it out. Right. So you think, he thinks he's okay, but it's coming, it's coming quickly that he knows he's not. And also it appears that Shiv is a part of the reason why he's going to be kept. Well, I think I think it's Madsen wants to keep him for himself, and right. next thing you know, she's going to get some blood. I, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think Madsen right. wants her. Oh, yeah, well, I think Madsen wants her, definitely. I think that is very much the case. He he wants her in more than one way. He wants her as part of the team, but he also wants her as just in a personal relationship as well. Right. And this is all coming to a head, and this is all coming. Uh, this is all boiling over, and they get to this point where they just have this horrible argument. But I just thought it was really interesting, just the way that Shiv reacts because she once she finds once Logan, not Logan, once Kendall comes to her and says, "You know what? We we got Matt's, and he, he he's been cooking his numbers." She is just appalled by this, and. Yeah. She, like I said, it, she has a hundred. She's a hundred percent correct to be extremely worried because if it comes, if it comes to find out that you know this deal goes through, and then it gets leaked that she knew about the fact that these numbers were 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 incorrect, 
she could go to jail for that. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's a problem. Yeah, it's it's not good for her. Sarah Snook, man, she is so, so fantastic on this show. She is. Um, she had just the most delicious evil grin going early yes. in the episode when she called Matson to come yes. to the party. Uh, so good. Yeah, it's great because, I mean, like, when she's obviously been kind of betraying your brothers, that's been the case. Mm-hmm. It's really out in the open in, in this episode just how much she's yeah. betraying her. Betraying them. I mean, like, as soon as as soon as soon the her brothers go in and tell them, you know, we need to have, we're going to do the DOJ, we're going to do the SEC, this is how we're going to try to get this deal closed down. Immediately, as soon as they're gone, she gets right on the phone. It's like, you need to be here. You need, you need to yeah. schmooze these people and, and make this stuff go away. It's quite obvious. I mean, like I said, it, it, it kind of felt like it was more of a, a, a sleazy kind of underhanded way of what she was trying to, to backstab them. Now it's like very much, I'm just going to do whatever I need to, to backstab them. It's, a, it's these, these siblings, man, they, they cannot work together. No, they cannot. They, they try their best. And when they, when they do work together and when they, are on the same page they're really good and that's what this show continues to show is yeah, that when yeah. they're working together when they're when they're actually on the same page they're really good but they just can't help but screw each other over and that's what ends up hurting them all in the long run yeah uh it all leads to this big huge scene at the end of the episode where tom and shiv are out on the balcony and then just start for the first time. We've kind of seen some tension between the two of them in the past, but we haven't seen this where they're just having a screaming match at each other. Yeah. What'd you think about it? It was absolutely intense. At the end of it, the way Tom was standing, I was like, is he about to take himself over this balcony? For a second, I thought he was going to kill himself or something. True. I don't know. And he acted really weird when he walked back in. Um, when he said the thing about like she is unfit to be a mother, I was like, "Oh my God, where yeah. are we going with this?" Well, what's interesting about that is even before he got to the point where he was pointedly saying, "You know, you're not fit to be a mother," he was all of the things that he was saying, all the ways that in which he was criticizing her, were all things that would be you would not want to hear if you were about to be a mother about not right. being able to love about not being a good person yeah. about being selfish about not being able to put others before yeah. yourself all those things are things you have to be able to do if you're going to be a mother and he is just just relent relentlessly going at her about all these things and like i said he doesn't even he doesn't even he's not even aware that she is pregnant with his child. Right. I mean, like he says, you know, I wouldn't even want to have a child. Like, guess what, bud? <laughs> yeah, you, you do. So, and that's one of the yeah. fascinating thing about this is they continue to not inform him because we're seven episodes into yeah. this and we still don't know. She, he still doesn't know that she's pregnant. Right. I know that is crazy. One of the most cutting lines he had was, it's not my fault you didn't get your daddy's approval. Yeah, that was, I was like, one. damn. Yeah, he he went he went straight. Look, they were both going at each other really really hard. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Uh, he she tells him, him she called him a hick. She called him a hick. She says, you know, your how mother loves me more than he loves someone, you. <laughs> you. How dare you call someone from the Midwest that? That's what they call us Southerners. <laughs> that's how what they dare call you? Southerners. That's right. Uh, yeah, the, I'm not sure what the Midwest one would be. I guess maybe hillbilly. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I was offended. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like I said, so the Shiv and Tom part of this was, was fascinating to watch. I mean, there have they have probably been the most 
intriguing part of this season oh, because yeah. Yeah. That, there has been a lot of times where they their relationship has kind of taken center stage, uh, and it's just been fascinating to watch. So. It is, man. I know I swear every week I say, I think these two kids can make it. <laughs> I'm not sure, man. I, I don't think – I'm yeah. having my doubts now. I don't know that anybody's going to make it. Like, that's, like, like I said, when we start – as we get closer and closer to the end of, of this show, because we're three episodes away now, you know, I don't know – is I don't know what a finale of this thing looks like. I'll just be perfectly honest with you. Know, I mean, you can kind of see. Are we going to end up on top, or the Stewie, Jerry, Frank? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's 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 the hard part of this. It's we really missed you, hard Carl. To say. By the way, we missed you, Carl. Oh yeah, Carl wasn't in this one. You're right. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Carl no Carl, Hugo, or Carolina. Yeah, you're right. All three missed because they've been so good the last few weeks. And Stewie hasn't been on. He hadn't been on in a while. In a while, he, yeah, probably not since episode. Yeah, I just, Three or two, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't know where this is going. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's really hard. To I know out. the siblings are going to tank it. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, anyways, let's get on to our thoughts on Madsen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so Madsen comes into this episode. Uh, he's obviously alerted by Shiv, as we talked about a second ago. He's alerted by Shiv that he, he needs to be there because the her brothers are finding are trying to figure out new ways to tank the deal. And so she wants him there because he's got to be able to basically circumvent that. And when he shows up, it obviously just creates a tension in the entire party. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, he it doesn't. I mean, to make it even more impactful, he walks in right in the middle of a, a moment of silence uh, yeah, for her makes father. Makes a weird, weird movement. Yes, like he does. A weird motion. No one makes an entrance like Lucas Matson. No, nobody makes an entrance like him. And bringing Alexander Skarsgård in this, like I said, we didn't really get yeah. it. Uh, last season, the little bit that he was on the show. We don't get a real sense of just what he's going to do with that character. But as he has been on a major part of this show since basically episode four, you really see what how he is. they are portraying him as this. I basically, I mean, he's. I guess he's trying to be Elon Musk. I guess that's what they're going for. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that would be the... Just this weird, strange, yeah. eccentric yeah. billionaire person. Uh, like I said, that's the only person I can kind of figure out what they're, they're going for on that. Yeah, but. it also helps like how tall he is. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he really just takes up a room. Yes, he does. He, he, he is very, It's very obvious where he is at, at all times in the room. I mean, yeah. so he has that presence about him. But he also continues to show that he is just as awful of a person as everybody else. Oh, yeah. Has. Yeah. Those scenes with him and Greg were making me so uncomfortable. Yes, they were. I mean, what do you think about those? So, at first, I think he started liking Greg at the end. I think he did, too. Yeah, because when he found out Greg was just firing people, he's like, oh, you're a bad person. He's like, well, no, I'm not a bad person. He's like, (laughs) didn't you feel something? No. No. He's like, oh. Yeah, I love the early on Greg was like... It's like, I get this feeling he, he detests me. Yes, I know. He absolutely he, detests me. 
but uh, I think he was starting to like Greg. Yeah, I think he was too much, which is interesting because Greg had because Tom and Greg Tom and Greg have this interesting conversation towards the beginning where Tom is basically saying, you know, you uh, you know, I've been sucking up. He basically says, I've been sucking up to to Matt's, and you kind of need to be doing the same because yeah, at, the t- at this time, Tom is like, this deal is going to go through. It's going it's going to happen, and Greg is like, you know what? He doesn't like me, so I'm just going to continue to hitch my train to Kindle, not uh, yet to Kindle and and Roman. And I don't know if he still has his train hooked up to them by the end of this episode. No, no, he doesn't. And I thought it was interesting too. Oscar uh, Matson's butcher himself, like was just going off on Greg. But at the end, he was like, "Ooh, a butcher with a smile." I like. Yeah, I know. I know. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, but even he had warmed up to him. But yeah, yeah. But while the while this Oscar scares me. Yeah, Oscar would cut your your throat in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, Oscar. He's got that that he's got that mustache that's part of his beard that just kind of sticks out. It's kind of a I don't know. It's just weird. But all the while this this is going on. Ebba is there, and we just talked about in uh, episode, I guess it was episode five, where mm-hmm. or episode four, I can't remember which one, but uh, where Ebba's getting the blood sent to her uh, by Madsen, uh, all this weird stuff. Uh, Kendall and Roman uh, actually find out about this. I don't know who it is that informs them about uh, this blood and stuff that's being sent to Ebba. But when when Scar- when uh, Scarsgar's character Madsen ends up just lighting into her and just embarrassing her in front of everyone oh, at this party. Kendall and Roman smartly see an opportunity yeah. here. And so Sharks. Yes, I know. Look, as as much grief as we give them about how they're going to ruin this company, they do have some parts where they actually do make some good decisions. That's kind of the frustrating part about watching yeah. them is they are such screw-ups and they do such a poor job with a lot of the things that they are given, but there are these times when they actually show some acumen. And there are these times when they show like they actually kind of do know what they're doing. And it just is, it, it makes you kind of feel like what Logan probably felt when he was bringing them up yet. You know, they have these moments yeah. where they look like they know what they're doing, but so many other times they don't. Yeah. They, they played that one. Well, though, you got to give them credit. Yeah, they did. They played that extremely well. So they get this information. This is how they get this information about India. They because they go to Eva and she's telling them, you know, uh, look, they kind of fish it out of her, and she's not one to give the details, but they're like just kind of like trying to bring it up, and that's when they finally mm-hmm. get the that's they they don't we don't see them get the information, but they obviously come back and they this is when they approach Shiv and say, you know, he's he's his numbers are his numbers are wonky in India, they're they're just not right, and like we said a second ago. India's a big country. It's the second most populated country in the entire world. So, if you're screwing up your numbers in India on purpose, then that that's that's a pretty big that's a pretty big yeah. screw up that you're making. Yeah. So, uh, like but I said, the numbers may be right next quarter. Yeah, they might be next quarter. And like, and he basically says, you know, I love the way he describes it, Shiv, because she says, you know, how bad are they? And he says, well. They'd be right if there were like two Indians. <laughs> and, oh my god! And, and there's not. There's not two Indians. I hate to tell you that uh, there, yeah. Matson. So, uh, just some really good stuff from Skarsgård. I, I don't know where all of this is leading in terms of uh, how this show ends up ending. I don't know if Scars if this deal ends up going through. I don't know if it uh, falls. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like it's going through now. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm much less confident. And like I said, so we've kind of gotten. Roman's kind of been falling apart ever since the beginning of this of this season. Ever since, really, I guess it, he kind of was on a little bit on the rise when he was kind of realigning himself mm-hmm. with his father. But once his father died, things have been falling apart for him. Shiv 
has been on a rise at this point, and then now all of a sudden things look really bleak for her. That brings us to Logan. Not Logan, Kendall. So, Kendall. He spends a lot of this party doing mostly Kendall things, saying buzzy stuff, yeah, doing just the normal stuff that we kind of expect out of Kendall. And but he is scheming. He is always, always yeah. scheming. And just that moment there at the end when he pulls uh, when he pulls Frank aside and says, you know, because Frank is the chairman of the board, he says, what if we do what Dad originally intended and we acquire Gojo instead of Gojo acquiring us? And you know, he's Frank even asked him, what about you know, what about Shiv and what about Roman? He's like, you know, I love them, but I'm not in love with them, and like basically, I'm going to screw them over at this point. Yeah, it, Kendall is so interesting because like. I love how they a lot of times they get him to start talking like what what the plan is, right? And the the whole time I'm like, the hell is he talking? Oh, about? I, I don't I, know. I, I, and I then either. all of a sudden, stuff starts making a little bit more sense. And then I realize, oh, okay, so they're they're wanting to use Nate, who I still hate. Yes. Well, let me talk about uh, him. You know, yeah, they're you know using him to to kill this deal and stuff like that. But it's just funny, like. Like half this episode, and it's like every episode, especially when Kendall's leading things, mm-hmm. the way he's buzzword and jargon, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Well, here's one thing I've discovered about Kendall. When Kendall is talking to like more than one person at a time, you can't follow him. You can't understand him because he's no. not saying real things. He's just saying buzzword crap. He's just saying yeah. stuff that would hopefully sound good, uh, even even if you don't know if you don't know what you're talking. If you, if you're if he's in front of people that don't understand the jargon, don't understand the lingo, he's just saying buzzwords. He's just saying things that will make him sound like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. The moments you need to pay attention to Kendall are like these moments here at the end when when he's with Frank by himself. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have this, I need to impress all these people mentality. Right. He starts talking in real terms and in terms that we can understand. And you're like, okay, so this is what Kendall's doing. And like I said, yeah. that's basically what, that's what Kendall is. He's, he's a fake leader. Uh, who wants to appear, who wants to have more credit than he deserves. But yeah. those moments when he is in those small moments, that's when you need to pay attention to him. Another thing, this another small moment when he is meeting with Rava, his his ex-wife, the mother of his children. Uh. He, you just see something. You see something about him here. It's like you said a second ago. This man has not even thought once about what ATN would actually, how it would impact his family, how it would impact his children, and his his daughter is is having a rough go because. It's it look basically ATN is, is is Fox News basically and it's not good. I mean, Robbie calls it. She says, you know, your racist uh, television network. I mean, she calls him out yeah. on it. And he's and that's one of the things I like about what they do in this episode because obviously ATN is supposed to be a a, a takeoff of Fox News. And the way that Kendall and Roman are talking about it, kind of towards the beginning of this and at certain points throughout this. I feel like this is kind of the way it is at Fox News because, like, yeah, they, they talk about, oh, we just need to go, like, kill democracy. We need to go do this. Like, I don't think they really care about what they do. I don't think they are really vested, like, if vested in who wins or whatever. It's just whatever is going to appeal to the people who watch us, we'll, we'll give them whatever it is that they want. So, like I said, it, right, I, don't, right, right. I don't think that necessarily that 
these people are extremely racist. I think they're definitely racist, but I don't think they're yeah. like they, they would ever go put hoods on or right. anything like that. Right. Yeah. But like, if they're not stopping the racism. Exactly. Part. They're like, if we need to encourage the racism to, if right. we need to encourage racism to to get our numbers up, then we'll do that. If we need to encourage a a, a lack of faith in. Uh, elections then we'll do that i mean it's like whatever we need to do to improve our numbers we'll do it doesn't matter what it costs us let's just be honest there's a reason in rupert murdoch's last divorce it's stipulated that his ex-wife was not allowed to go talk to this the, oh, yeah. uh, the producers and writers of Succession. Oh, yeah. There's a reason for yeah, that. Yeah, there, there's definitely a reason for it. So, uh, like I said, it's just an it's just an interesting thing because, like I said, you, you get the feeling like they they don't really care if they're hurting the country or helping the country. They will do whatever. If it helps the country, great. We'll do that. And we'll, if that was what our, our viewers want. If we will hurt the country, we'll do that, too, because that's what our viewers want. So, My but, flag is green. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good way to put it. So, uh, like I said, just really fascinating stuff in terms of just that part of the business. Uh, yeah. One of the things also I like about what this show does because they they do this in this episode. Like, they will talk about some big thing that happens even though we don't get to see it. Like, so apparently at one point in this episode, a a polling station or something gets bombed in in Arizona. Oh, that was in Arizona. Yeah, he wasn't leading. His, yeah, that's what happened in Arizona. Yeah, like I said, so like there's this big huge thing like that breaks and like we don't see any of, we don't see it happen, but they just start talking about it all of a sudden. Right. And like it's obviously a big deal, but we that's kind of what this this show is trying to tell us. Like these people live in their own bubble. Like this right. major news event. This major event in the country as they are approaching an election is times or tense and all this stuff. They're barely even discussing it when because it doesn't really affect them. All, all the only thing that affects them right. is, is the deal and stuff like this. So this major thing that's happening, they don't even really discuss it hardly. It's just they're going to focus on what's affecting them. It's one of the things I like yeah. about the show. And it was so interesting. Sweet Willa was the one who broke that news. It was yes. like, that's kind of a big deal. And like you said, the rest of them are like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're they're all just like, eh, whatever. I mean, uh, uh, Shiv even at one point tries to say before she understands what's about to happen in terms of the numbers, she's like, oh yeah, this is a this is a big deal. You know, the stuff that happened down yeah. in, in Arizona, and that's when Kendall's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about at all. He's, and Kendall's kind of like brushes off, yeah, yeah, big deal, whatever. No, here's what I'm really talking about. I'm talking about that uh, Madsen has basically been lying to us about the numbers, right. and that's and again. Because the thing in Arizona about the whatever blew up doesn't affect her. The moment she realizes that she might be cooked, she takes all of her focus off of that one event. Yeah, yeah. All right, so they did bring Nate back. Fantastic human beings. <laughs> yes, these, these wonderful human family. beings. All right, so you brought Nate a second ago. What do you think? Hate what, him. What was the purpose of bringing Nate back? What, what were your thoughts? Well, he added tension to the Tom oh, and yeah. Ship mm-hmm. relationship. Yes. I think that's part of it. Yeah. I, th- I think it was adding that, and then like they have, they can bring someone else that Kendall can have a couple scenes with. Yeah, and th- th- those are really good scenes. And Madsen, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was that. He added, he added tension all around. You can, he makes Tom and Shiv that situation worse, and then he can be brought into the Madsen part yeah. of it. One of the things it's I like, good. Yeah, one of the things I liked about what they did with him is. Who was Daniel? Because that, that's the one thing I lost. Because his boss wasn't Daniel. His boss was um, the guy that he his, 
his boss is the guy that's running for the Democratic uh, Gill. Yeah, Gill. Gil, that's his boss. So who was Daniel, though? Because he kept mentioning Daniel. Was, was Daniel... Was Val... Uh, Yao... Yao uh, Vasquez, the guy that's running for... Um, maybe. That may pro- be... Yeah, because Gill was the original guy. Yeah, Gill was the original guy. We haven't seen him since. I think that's Yao, that the, the actor that's running for... Uh, for the Democratic... Vice President, yeah, because remember he was on that one episode. Oh yeah, yeah, I think you're right. You may be correct about that because I couldn't. He kept mentioning Daniel doesn't uh, doesn't like it or doesn't like the optics or something like that. Uh, but uh, he's basically bringing him in to has something to do with the. Like I said, I'm not really sure exactly the strategic reason for why he's there. That has something to do with the Department of Justice or the SEC. Like I didn't really understand all that why he was actually brought in, but I do. I did like what they were doing. It brought some tension to. It's it brought, Yule Vasquez. I'm oh, okay. sorry. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I don't I really. I, can't, I don't remember who the Daniel is that he was talking about. I, well, I, he's Rick. He's not. He was the guy. Oh, but he was the guy that was running against Minkin. Yeah. I think. I think they're talking about the guy that was the Democratic person. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure that's who it is, but I just can't remember. Yeah, exactly I can't remember who, who the character was. Yeah. Uh, but he's brought in to bring tension to to Thomas Shiv, which he does just so very well. And also he's brought in a little bit to br- bring pr- some perspective to, uh, to, to Kendall at this point, because yeah. as he's leaving the party, he tells, you know, Kendall's just like, why are you leaving? Why are you doing this? He's like, it, it's, it's fine. And he tells him at this point, he says, you know, you're not your dad. I'm not Gil. And he says, that's a good thing. And yeah, that was interesting because I think, I think what they're trying to set us up for in these last few episodes is that Kendall is trying his best to become his father, which is something he has always said that he didn't want to be right. But he is trending towards becoming the exact same thing that his father was this whole idea of, you know, let me try to, shut this deal down let me try to acquire gojo which is what his dad was trying to do trying to uh cut his brother out cut all of his siblings out that's something that his dad would have done so like i said i feel like that's what they're doing even the first scene with his Mm ex-wife he at first is upset about his daughter but then the the ex-wife keeps going on about atn and he gets defensive about more than he is about about his daughter right because it's like how dare you suggest that yeah this this news network that i run is the cause of my daughter's problems how dare you suggest that and she's just like not having it uh, and who does that who did that sound like it sounded very much like maybe, like Logan. maybe he really is daddy's number one boy yeah uh, like i said i feel like that's kind of where they're going with this now i don't know yeah. look maybe he ends up pulling this thing out and ends up winning this entire yeah. thing but i don't know like i said it, it feels like this show needs to have everybody lose. It just it feels right. that way. So I don't know if that's the the road well, they're going down or not. We're all losing because the show's over. Well, that's true. You are correct about that. We are all losing because <laughs> the show's getting ready to come to an end. So, uh, like I said, good episode. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we need? To One discuss? more thing. I just want to mention. Shout out to cousin Larry Marklin Baker as. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. As Connor's uh, wingman, hitch, whatever. I think he's his campaign manager, I think, if I had to yeah, guess. Yeah, Whatever. Shout out to Cousin Larry from Perfect Strangers. Mark yeah. Baker. Always good to see him. Yeah, it was it was cool when he showed up on this. I was like, oh, hey, cool. I, I recognize him. Uh, I wasn't expecting to see him, to say the least. No. So. Uh, but it was fun to see him. So, All right. Uh, anything else we discuss? Or are we ready to do, do our awards? I think we're ready for some awards. I think we are, too. 
Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we're covering a season of a television show, we like to give out three awards. Our first award is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who are you giving your Tyrion Lannister to? So, for 80% of this episode, I thought, you know, this is Alexander Skarsgård. He finally deserves this. Mm -hmm. And then Sarah Snook, who had already been killing it, has that scene with with Tom. And I, I think it's her, man. I think this was another unbelievable episode uh i um it's gonna be hard not to give her emmy i know the women it's usually the strongest competition yeah it is and and especially in best actress but uh man she has been excellent yes yeah she's been very very good i went ahead and went with both her and uh tom in in this episode i just i thought they were both really really good they really were and they were just so incredible in that final scene so speaking of the final scene the agatha all along the best scene of the week what'd you go with you got to go with that yeah. and then Kendall dropping his news about he wants to shake his siblings yeah. and take Gojo. Yeah, that's exactly what I went with. I went with that final scene between between Tom and Shiv and then him dropping that news. Uh, I also thought it was interesting that scene where Tom is basically telling everybody to leave his house and everybody just kind of yeah. thinks he's joking. Yeah. And I honestly thought that was very emblematic of just what people think of, of Tom is. Right. They don't. Nobody takes him seriously because he's. I mean, the only time people took him seriously was when Logan was still around, and now he's gone, and nobody takes him seriously anymore. So well, he, it's that, and also he's just not very funny. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he tries to be funny, but he's just not. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it's funny to us watching just because. Right, right, right. I, I laugh quite a bit whenever he's saying stuff, and yeah, Tom uh, make me laugh the most. Him and. Greg. <laughs> Uh, the if you come with the king, you best not miss your best line of the week. What'd you go with? Well, for most of the episode, I thought I was going to go with he woke up on the right side of the coffin today. Yeah, that was a good Connor one. talking about yeah. Logan, but man, there's just something about it's not my fault. You're uh, you didn't get your dad's approval. I yeah. I think that's that's the line. Yeah, that's a good one. I want I want I want to go with another Connor line. Uh, there, there was another Connor line that I just loved. See what my wool man thinks about oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was fantastic. Like I said, I love Connor. I will always love Connor. Well, and also, uh, Greg, also, of uh, what was his thing about feathering? Oh, yeah. I will feather I'd that like bed. I'd feather that bed. Yeah. I'd love to feather that bed. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. And the Dumpster Brothers. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, the Dumpster Brothers. Yeah, there's so many good lines in, in this in this show. It's like, kind of hard to pick them sometimes, So. All right, uh, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we do a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones. Beneath Game of Thrones is The Lost. Middle of the Road for us is Friends. Beneath the Friends is The Full House. And bottom of the barrel for us is The Baywatch. Uh, I'm assuming we're both sticking at Game of Thrones. Yeah, man, how could you not? How could you not? Yeah, it's it's another really good episode. It's another, another great yeah. episode of Succession. And they just keep continuing to kill it until we get to the season, the series finale. Like I said, I just don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how the series comes to an end. I'll, I'll just be really fascinated to see how that actually ends I, up. I don't out. either, and I'm excited. Yes, I know I am too. So, all right. Before we head off, we would like to offer some recommendations to our listeners. So, what recommendations do you have this week? So I've got three. I actually went to the theater yesterday. My wife had been wanting to see the movie Love Again. It's a romantic comedy mm-hmm. starring our girl Priyanka Chopra yeah. Jonas mm-hmm. and uh, Sam Hewen from Outlander. And Celine Dion has a very big role as herself in this movie. She's actually pretty good. 
So it's a romantic comedy. It's actually really good. I actually really enjoyed myself. It was a throwback to the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. And I know you're going to be, you're going to be just not go. It's going to be hard for you to believe this. Priyanka has good chemistry with somebody. I know you're shocked. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about that. That's just a lie. And she looked good. Yes. I know. I know you're shocked <laughs> to hear both of this. But uh, Love Again, it's at the theaters. When it hits streaming, it's going to be huge. Cause okay. it's, it's It's got streaming romantic movie written all over ah, it. Ah, okay, gotcha. Uh, the other, I don't think I mentioned this last week. I watched Ghosted. Oh, okay. The uh, uh, Ana de Armas, uh, Chris Evans mm-hmm. uh, movie on Apple+. Plus. It's good. It's, it's a lot of fun. You know, you won't be upset that you watch it. Uh, it's not groundbreaking, but right. it's fun. Right. Do not look at IMDb because there are a ton of hilarious cameos, and you will ruin them, and you okay. don't want to. So do not look at that. <laughs> uh, and then also, I watched a Apple movie that you mentioned a while back, Sharper. Yeah, that's good. With mm. Julianne mm. Uh, Moore, Sebastian Stan, right. uh, John Lithgow. John really Lithgow. good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. It's... Uh, uh, a movie of people screwing each other. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, like a a caper or whatever you want to call those. Or yeah. suspense. Yeah, like, it's it's hard to it's really hard to describe that film uh, without giving it away. That's Con what, artists screwing each other. Yeah, like I said, it's really difficult to go much yeah. beyond that without just like really giving the entire movie away. So, but yeah, it, it's but really very, good. Very good. W- worth watching. Yeah, I enjoyed a lot of it. Sharper. That is uh, sharper on Apple TV Plus. Amazon, on, uh, Apple TV yeah, it's Plus, on Apple. and ghosted on Apple TV. All right, so I, my uh, right now for the, like the next month, my recommendations are going to be kind of slim. So I'll just go, go ahead and tell you, we uh, with state testing going on, end of school going on, as much crap as I have that I have to do with that, it it makes it really difficult. Uh, I will say this though, I, I've got a couple things. One, first and foremost. I don't normally do <clears throat> I don't normally do uh, podcast recommendations on this. However, uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy coming up this week, it's a Marvel movie. This being the 15th anniversary of the release of Iron Man, something I never thought they would do. Uh, the Rewatchables podcast, which is run by Bill Simmons, a part of the Ringer Network of podcasts, he is not a huge fan of the MCU. He doesn't really. He, no. He's liked a lot. Of, he's liked a couple of the movies. He liked Iron Man. I never thought he would do an MCU movie on the rewatchables, but he and Van Lathan did Iron Man. And if you go back and listen to it, it's really good. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode of. I listened uh, to it and I thought it was very good. Yeah, it was. It was really, really good. There's a lot of people who in listen to entertainment podcasts who don't like Bill Simmons. I I, I like him for for the most part. Love Bill Simmons. I he don't was, think he was. It's, it's Gen X, man. We grew up with Bill Simmons. Yeah. He was such a big part of the start of the internet. Yeah, you he know, was. and he was such a different voice in sports. Yeah, look, I think he does the sport, old boring writers. I think his sports podcasts are far better than what he does on when he's on one of the entertainment stuff. Don't oh, get me wrong. Dude, I love the rewatchables. Yeah, but I, I, but I love, like I said, yeah, I like the 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 rewatchables is really kind of in his bag to be perfectly honest because yeah, it's it's yeah. revisiting classic movies and he just thought up a he's just got a brilliant scheme that he does for that entire yeah. thing. So, uh, but if like. Like I said, if, if you liked Iron Man, definitely go listen to the Rewatchables podcast. Uh, another thing I want to recommend that one of the things I, I, I like, but I just don't have time for anymore. I love to read. I, I absolutely do love to read, but yeah. I don't have between school, between family, between, uh, you know, doing this podcast, doing as much stuff as I, I like. To do. I just don't have time to sit down and, and read a book. So I started like going into audiobooks uh that i can oh, listen yeah, to those while i drive uh, i would highly recommend that if you can find some good audiobooks yeah. uh, if you're like me because you just don't have a whole lot of time to just sit down and you know read a, a 400 500 page novel you just don't have that much time 
get an audio book it'll you know you can listen to it uh you can even speed it up just a little bit i'll listen to mine on 1.2 yeah. speed uh, and that works really really well and the last recommendation i'm going to give is something we're going to be covering next week uh ryan mentioned if you listen to our guardians of the galaxy podcast he mentioned it as something he's looking forward to i the one thing i did make time to to watch this week was the debut of silo on apple tv plus it is a it is an adaptation of the silo series i don't really know how far they're going into this uh the first book in the series was called wool and actually it's actually a, a compilation of uh five novellas and we'll talk about this when we talk about the actual show next week but uh it's really really good uh it's just a, it's a dystopian story it's just about uh just how this silo works and how all these people live in this underground silo and what like i said what they are dealing with and how uh they continue to make their life work and uh it's just just absolutely fantastic it's got tim robbins it's got rashida jones it's got who else is in that i can't even think rashida about. jones yeah rashida jones is that mm-hmm Oh, I didn't see her. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, Rebecca like, Ferguson. She's like the main character in it. Uh, yeah. uh, Common. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, yeah, Common's in it. He's, he's one of the judicial people. So, uh, like I said, it's just really, really good. If you ha- if you haven't watched it, go check out the first two episodes. The third episode is coming out on Friday. It'll actually be out on Thursday, like at 7 o'clock Central or something like that. Uh, yeah. But go check it out. We're going to talk about uh, the first three episodes next week when uh, we do our podcast. It'll be, I think it's going to be an interesting show to watch. I've read the first book. I, have, I did, haven't read uh, Shift or Dust, which is the second and third book. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the podcast next week. But uh, the, Oh, God, I see Logan Roy's ex-wife is uh, in this move, in this show as well. Oh, is she really? I didn't Lady even, Caroline. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Uh, well, who, I, my guess is she's the mean one. <laughs> I'll have to go look her up because I don't. I, uh, let me let me pull her up because I don't know if I've seen her yet. Uh, she may not have been on there. Harriet Walker's her name. Okay, yeah, I can't. I don't know the name. Uh, hold on, let me pull her up real quick. Silo. Let's see if I've seen her. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen her yet. So, uh, and like I said, it, it'll be. It's just a fun show. Uh, well, it, fun is a, is, a, is an interesting word to describe it, but it's a very interesting show. It's like I said, you, I think you will enjoy it, uh, if you watch it. Yeah, so. I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, I guess that kind of wraps us up for this week. Anything else you want to add? Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.